Welcome to the Reality Bite Cocktails and Roses Season 2. My name is Matt Whitehead. I'm the entertainment editor from 10 Daily. And I'm Talia Pritchard, the editor of Punky. And we're here to uh, dive right into Angie's journey to love. I'm so excited for this journey. I am too. Uh, I I think this is going to be a great season. I think she's going to be like a bachelorette we've never seen before. I think so too. And I think she's going to bring a great new sort of energy to the season. Obviously, she is a name. And we've seen that before in other seasons, but she's not quite as famous as maybe, you know, what Sophie Monk was. So I'm excited to see what she brings. Mm, Yeah, I agree. I also feel like I have a personal connection to this season because I was in the jungle covering Angie's season of I'm a Celeb. Yeah. And the first question that I asked her was, would you do Bachelorette? And she said yes. So I'm taking credit for this if it's a good season. You're the reason Angie is a bachelorette. Finally, today. somebody said it. Thank you so much. You're I, welcome. <laughs> <I deserve. laughs> it's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> I mean, just put everything out into the universe if you want to be the next bachelor. Absolutely not. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, so if, you, if you've never seen this show before, obviously this is uh, one woman's journey to find love with 20 delightful bachelors. But enough about you, Matt. <laughs> Tell us about the show. <laughs> Stop. Uh, and if you haven't ever seen the show before, you can always catch up on episodes and full seasons on 10 Play. We just had Matt Agnew's brilliant season where he fell in love with Chelsea, the chemical engineer. Yes, and dramatic finale. That last twist really got us going for a while there. But I know, and I feel like that set us up for this season that we can't expect the ordinary, if that makes sense. I think so many Batchy fans have picked the methods now and this sort of the way the show is filmed that now we have to be kept on our toes. I don't think we're going to know or be able to predict easily who's going to win this season. So I'm very excited to see what happens. I agree. Should we dive right in? Let's do it. Okay, so red carpet arrivals are always an interesting journey uh, because people always bring their best gimmick or they bring nothing. (laughs) They just show up. (laughs) And rely on their personality, and yeah. you can't always do that. <laughs> uh, so do you want to go through, did you have a list of people that you wanted to talk about? Okay, I think we should talk about first guy out of the limo. It was Tim, spelt with two M's, mm. important to remember. Um, and he had a whole bunch of sunflowers, and sunflowers happen to be Angie's favourite flower. Mm. There's a lot of weird spellings of names in this season, and that's really difficult for me because I want to pointed out, but I also spell my name with one T, so I can't be too much of a hypocrite. <laughs> but Tim with two M's is really interesting. It is, yeah. It's going it's, to be like, every time I try and write it when I'm doing a recap, like an actual written one, it autocorrects to time. So <laughs> <laughs> now I know him as Time, and that's his name. Sorry, Tim. But yeah, Angie really took the sunflowers as a good sign. And there's a lot of, this isn't just like three sunflowers, it's like 50. It's a lot. And then yeah. he just kind of dumps them on the ground. Yeah. And I'm like, what happens to them? (laughs) Where did the sunflowers go? In a vase. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, okay, logic over here. (laughs) It does look like he's robbed a florist, though. Like, it doesn't look like... (laughs) It's too many. And and he's like, I just really like the simple things. And it's like, well, then get one flower. It turns out Tim also has a sunflower tattoo. Um, So Angie is a big believer in signs, as she lets us know, and not the usual slow down or stop signs that I'm used to. So it'll be interesting. I think Tim could be a real contender here. Mm, because she does say that um, sunflowers are a sign, that she believes they're a sign from her nan that she's in the right place. Exactly, yeah. Which I think is very interesting, especially for the first guy out of the limo. First guy out, a whole bunch of sunflowers, a sunflower tattoo. That's a lot of signs. That's a lot of signs. Mm, starring Mel Gibson. <laughs> Swing away, Tim with two M's. No? Signs references? Do they land? <laughs> Time to move on. Okay. <laughs> 
Next one I want to talk about is Carlin. He's actually the next out of the limo as well. Um, he is a very good-looking guy. Just so <laughs> Just handsome. So handsome. Wow, wow, wow. I'm like, sure he's a great personality too, but that's not what cares? I'm focused on right now. <laughs> yeah, he's beautiful. He comes out and he, he's basically like a Disney prince. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, in human form. Like, where I just don't know where guys like that have been hiding this whole time or why they need to even come on a show to find love, but I am here for it. Mm. And I am ready for Carlin and Angie to get married. Yeah. And now, he didn't really have a gimmick, did he? But he just sort of said that he had a surprise for her later. Yes. Which is clever, but it doesn't always work. It doesn't, yeah. And it's also like... I like to put myself in the position. If someone approached me and was like, I have something for you later, I'd think, oh. Yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> Just tell me now. Yeah. But it turns out that it was a guitar serenade at the cocktail party, which I desperately hate when people play music mm. to one other person. I think that's the most awkward thing in the world. It's so, so awkward. Where do you, like, where do you look? What do you do with your hands? Also, when we look back on the history of the show, the whole kind of writing a song for people hasn't really worked before. Mm-mm. I want to... Um, quickly go back to Mac serenading Sophie Monk and he had a beautiful tune called I'm gonna say it was called You and Me because that was the the only only words in the song (laughs) but our boy Carlin did do a bit better and Mm. Angie did say it's sort of a gimmick that she wouldn't usually be into but she I mean how could you not you've got like a human beautiful Ken doll serenading you like anyone's gotta love that moment yeah it worked for me as well yeah but note to everybody else, don't do that unless you have his exact face. Okay, well, I'm packing my guitar away. <laughs> <laughs> and I will not serenade you later. Next up was um, Firefighter Jamie. And this was interesting because he was kind of like, as he approached with a puppy dog, I was like, this is like an Apollo crossover with Cam, Fireman Cam from mm. Georgia season. Mm. What were your thoughts on Jamie? He is so handsome and he had the the fireman outfit on, he had the guns out and he was carrying a tiny little puppy. I was like, tick, tick, tick. Yeah, beautiful. And Angie was very taken aback. Well, mainly by the by puppy. The puppy. <laughs> yeah, I think this might have backfired a little because I don't think, I think even Angie said, I haven't looked at your face yet. Because she's just too distracted by the puppy. Which is fair enough. It was a very cute dog. It was so cute. My favourite part about Jamie was when he said um, in his on-camera piece, he's like, Angie, look out, I'm coming in hot. And then he like reassured us that was a fire pun. I liked it too. Yeah. I think he's really sweet. I loved it. I think he's beautiful. Me too. Also, I just want him to bench press me. I think he could. He's got huge arms. Well, why don't we get him in? Yeah. See what happens. <laughs> Jamie, if you're listening, <laughs> please bench press me. Not uh, a weird way. Just, 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 just to test it you out. Can. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> um, I do want to flag, though, Jamie did say he thinks he'll get attached to Angie quite fast. And he kind of had a whole conversation with her where he was obviously getting really into her while she was just snuggling the puppy. So mm. I am interested to see, um, for lack of a better word here, how their connection flourishes as the season goes on. Next up, I want to talk about Cade. Great. <laughs> Cade showing up in a, a Baywatch outfit was such a risk because, first of all, why? And second of all, when he explained it, I was still like, but why? I think some drunk girl has once told Cade in a pub that he looks like Zac Efron and it was like 2am and the lighting was low and things were like, you know, hectic. And he's really taken that on board. Mm. And Zac Efron did star in the Baywatch movie that I bet people watched. I guess. Maybe. Yeah. But this even, because Angie really struggled with the reference and I also struggled with the reference. I was like, I'm not quite sure what he's trying to say. And when she said, are you supposed to be David Hasselhoff? I was like, oh, that must be it. (laughs) 
the funniest thing was Angie felt so bad. She's like, of course, like later she's like, of course it was Zach Efron. I was like, Angie, like don't worry about Kmart Zach over here. Like no one got it. <laughs> really? It, that was a, yeah, that was a big risk that I don't think paid off. The other thing about Cade was that he um, interrupted Carlin's serenade of Angie to yeah. come up and play guitar really badly. Unfortunately, didn't break into High School Musical. Like I think he could have used the opportunity to really stick on the Zach then. But. Yeah, just get into character. and mm. it, it was kind of like one of those moments where we've seen people decide to jump in the pool as a sort of desperate attempt to... Oh, Kayla, bring her back. <laughs> as a kind of attempt to, to pull focus away from somebody else or to just make sure that they get, you know, some kind of time with The Bachelor or Bachelorette. But again, this was just very cringe. It was just a bit too full on to start with. Mm. And speaking of cringe... We did go through a parade of guys bringing different gifts for Angie and, you know, a lot of their names we don't really learn straight away, so we can safely say they'll be gone soon. Mm-hmm. Um, did any presents stand out for you? I just want to know what happens with a lot of these presents. Like, where does that puppy go? With the sunflowers. <laughs> In a vase. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, this got dark. <laughs> um, there was also a lucky bamboo plant. Huge yep. Jared Woodgate vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite gift definitely was the meat pie. That Angie couldn't eat. (laughs) Yeah, for two reasons, because she's a celiac and also she doesn't eat meat. But I do. (laughs) And I just thought that was a really great gift for me. So I'm a big fan of Jackson, the pie king. Absolutely. And he did feel really, really bad about that. You could see he genuinely felt bad. So I'm a fan of Jackson too, I think. Mm. And also we're a fan of pies, Jackson, (laughs) if you're listening. (laughs) I eat meat. (laughs) You're going to regret that one, aren't you? Really regretting that one. (laughs) Um, The other person to touch on to is Kieran, whose name is also spelt interestingly. Absolutely. It's like a a circus fun house. (laughs) Truly. And he does kind of look like someone straight out of a circus. Well, he he called himself a sexual Willy Wonka. I mean, we've seen chocolate baths on this show before. I think we're due for another one. That's true. With a sexual Willy Wonka. (laughs) Did anyone really stand out for you in a for good or bad reasons? Um, I want to touch on Jess arriving with the throne. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't stand out for great reasons, but I just wanted to say how funny it was watching him try and carry the throne up the path. I think he then presented Angie with the key to the city because he's um, I'm going to call him the runner-up mayor of Noosa. Yeah, like me- like two IC to the yeah. mayor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, truly. He really wants to be mayor, but he's not there yet. Um. And then he also presented her with a key to his front door of his apartment. Yeah, that's rough, hey. But the reason I want to highlight this too is because he said, you, like, I'm not going to tell you where it is. You're going to have to work for it kind of thing. And she was like, champ, you've got to work for me. Yeah. And I was like, yes, Angie. I like that. Get him. And I think that's sort of like what we're going to see this season is that Angie's not here to suffer fools. Yes, exactly. I'm ready to, for her to put some men in their place. Mm. And I'm going to love watching that. But on the topic of arrivals in the first cocktail party, we need to talk about the undercover brother. Absolutely. Brad, a.k.a. Mark, a.k.a. Angie's brother. A.k.a. The Bachelor 2020. Agreed. The Bachelor. Thank you so much. (laughs) Patent pending, patent pending. I loved this concept and I wish that he stayed in the house for like another week or two to really suss out the men. Mm. I just feel like if he had done that, he would have found out too much. So they, they, they had to really only give him a limited amount of time. But yeah, so the, the plan was to send Brad in as Mark to go undercover during the cocktail party to kind of figure out what the guys are like when Angie's not around. And boy, did he find out a lot. Jess, the politician with the throne, 
said that if he got the 24-hour rose, that he would give it back. Mm. So this wasn't said to Brad, but it was he. It was relayed back to him that Jess had mentioned the 24-hour rose, which was this season's twist. Uh, that if he had got that, he would he would hand it back to Angie. He would refuse it. Yeah, basically. And the 24-hour rose gives the person that gets it gives them the first date with Angie for 24 hours. Mm, which is a really big, big deal because that's a long time to spend with Angie. It's a lot of time to spend with someone when you're first getting to know them and then even if you were with them for three years, like too much. That is, a, that is a long time, but it's also such a big advantage in this early stage of the, the series because, uh, you know, this is when the time when you really want to make those early connections with somebody. Exactly. And as Osha does remind us, time is the most important thing. Mm. Especially when you're cooking a roast. Get it? <laughs> so true. Time tells you get it. And let's move on. <laughs> so Carlin was the one that to get the yellow rose um, and he got the first single date. So let's talk about that. Yeah, so heading into the first single date of the season and it's for Carlin, who I completely understand why Angie picked him because he's dreamboat and the little serenade at the cocktail party really worked. So they go to a farm and there's like this huge glamping setup. Uh, and again, it's another another case of somebody saying, you know, I really like the simple things in life. And this is like two teepees. There's like a, a full setup over here. And it's like, I don't think this is simple camping. <laughs> this is not what I would call simple. If that is simple camping, I would have taken on camping a lot. Yeah. Like a long time ago. I would go camping for a start. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so Carlin does mention in his on-camera piece that he has something to tell Angie that he's a bit worried about. So my immediate predictions were like, He's an FBI agent mm. or maybe he's got a kid because I don't think we've ever really seen a guy come on the show and own, not like own up to being a dad, but we've seen single moms. But the guys that maybe have had kids in the past never really mention it. So mm. that was where I was going. What were you thinking? I thought he was going to tell her that he only had six abs instead of eight. Oh, and I was really nervous. Yeah, for that's like immediate elimination too. <laughs> it's just like, get out, buddy. But because uh, Angie had also said that she thought he was maybe too perfect, mm-hmm. which I agree with because he's he's handsome, he's kind, um, his Instagram is stunning. It is beautiful, yeah. Yeah, it's got that same filter on every single photo. And I scrolled back a long way. Yeah, I bet, I, was I up, bet. I was up late doing my Someone research. has to do the detective work. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah thank you. Uh, so she was really worried that he was too perfect. And he was kind of setting us up for this big reveal, which turned out that he is technically still married. I know. I actually, like, gasped. I was like, oh, my gosh. Mm. So Carlin was married. He got married in 2016, and he's been separated for a year and a half, and the divorce just hasn't been finalised yet. Mm. What are your thoughts on him going on a show like this without that sort of being neatly wrapped up, I guess? I know, and I want to say that that's probably not a great move because maybe you you really need to let this breathe and 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 process a lot of things but also this isn't the first time that we've seen this because if you remember sophie monk's whole season she was saying that she just wanted a guy that she could uh, just some guy that she could get married and have kids with and she picked Stu, who was already still married and had had a vasectomy so this to me when he was just being really upfront like in the early stages, I was like, okay, this is not as... <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, Sophie and Stu didn't leave us with the greatest track record. Yeah. But I got to say, I still believe in Carlin. I do too. And I think I actually really respected that he was like, okay, episode, you know, first date, I'm going to I'm gonna lay it all out on the line mm-hmm. and really explain this. This isn't something that I'm ashamed of or I'm going to hide. And exactly. I think he handled it really well. And I also, uh, you know, I think it was interesting that Angie said not only is... She worried about him maybe 
getting into things for the wrong reasons, but she was also concerned that because she's somebody who hasn't necessarily fallen in love before, that she was worried about their differences in where they're coming from. Like Carlin's already had this one great love. Is it going to put him off her because she's never kind of experienced that? But he handled that really, really well too, Mm. which I love. So Carlin, call us. (laughs) But it also (laughs) fires into a theory that me, I'm the same age as Angie and my friends and I have a theory called the first wave of divorcees that like the good men on the market have been married now and are single. Right. But they've been through that kind of relationship. They know how to commit. They know what went wrong. So they're ready for their next relationship to do better. And that's what we want for Angie, right? I agree, yeah. So I'm really into this first wave of divorcees theory watching it play out on my screen. Mm. And also in your life. Yes, Carlin, call me. (laughs) Hi there, I'm Sandra Sully. At 10 Daily, we pride ourselves on delivering great stories about the things that matter. From the biggest news of the day, right through to what's clicking, what's hot, what's happening now. We have it all covered. 10daily.com.au So time for the group date, which was the photo shoot date, which is a, a sort of tradition. Uh, and this time it was, a, it was a bunch of boys who were crashing Carlin and Angie's morning uh, after the glamping. Uh, And they were told that they were going to sort of do an animal-themed photo shoot because of Angie's love for animals. Exactly. The clue was about having an animal attraction. Mm. So I guess immediately you can think of those romantic dates with puppies and all that kind of stuff. But Angie actually had a lot of the boys dress up as certain animals and it was amazing to see. Yeah, because usually we get like one person who gets an embarrassing costume or their hair is done funny and it's like, oh, they're humiliated. And in this it was truly like there were two guys that were in sexy outfits or three. There were three guys in sexy outfits and the rest of them were in onesies with their faces painted. Tim looks so creepy as a lobster, but Angie also gave us the line of the episode. Just saw his little little lobster balls. The next person I want to talk about in this photo shoot was Waza. Yes. So uh, I think going into this date, Angie really said explicitly, this is about not taking yourself too seriously and just having a good time. You're going to look dumb. Just go with it. And I think this was maybe he maybe he just wasn't listening when that was said because Waza really was uh, not happy with his <laughs> costume of the chicken. One of the guys, I think it was Tim, he made a comment about Waza looking like he had some balls on his chin, and Waza flipped out. Yeah, and he- this is just after Tim had exposed himself in front of like an entire group of people. So like he, you know. <laughs> He knows what it feels like to be embarrassed. But this was genuinely just because the chicken nose that he had to wear looked slightly like balls, I guess. Was it? He just without warning, he just kind of started ripping off his costume. He took it off. He was demanding to be taken back to the mansion. But I want to highlight the one thing. He took his shirt off and he has a huge waza tattoo on his back. That was... I have never been speechless so early on in a season, but that took my breath away. Because I've got... In a good way. <laughs> absolutely. I've got the exact same tattoo just as a lower back. Oh, so, so weird. I was just like... Yeah. It's like, you know, with the best friend's necklaces. It was like yeah. finding my other half. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. I'm really glad we've already got a love story Me out too. of this season. Yeah. So Waza just kind of storms off. He, he refuses to take part and he says that he's not going to do it, which I think is wild. I don't think anybody's ever just pieced out of a date before. Right? No. And it was... A, I mean, it was a good early sign, I think, that he did that too. But just before we think... 
Was is really cocked it up. Nice, because of chickens. I yeah, get it. get yeah. it. Thanks. Just when we think he looks like the worst guy in this episode, Jess comes along. Mm. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, buddy, let me let me take this one for you," because Jess was the back end of a horse, both in the photo shoot and just in uh, how he acted. He dropped the line. Don't blame me if I get some wandering fingers all right mm. when Angie was told to climb on his back mm. to pretend to ride this horse. Yeah, so the photographer said, if you're comfortable, do you want to get on the horse's back? And Jess made what was already kind of like a awkward moment, just really like creepy. Yeah, and if Angie was comfortable at the time to get on his back, he made it super uncomfortable mm. straight away. And they just continued to make things more uncomfortable. And I think it was really actually quite difficult to watch because... I don't think Angie was aware of quite a lot of the antics that were going on behind her. I don't think so, but it was interesting the boys had started picking up on it. And Carlin does drop that Jess is making the guys feel really, really uncomfortable and he plans to tell Angie at the next cocktail party. Yeah, so this was really an interesting cocktail party because not only was Carlin planning to expose Jess to Angie, but also uh, Waza just showed up early on in the piece in a hoodie and said, oh, I'm out of here. Waza peaced out. He said to the guys, he gathered them around and he said, I'm the first person to have a joke, but not at my expense. Yeah. Which is so fascinating because he has his own nickname tattooed on his back. But also when he's driving away and he says something like, "Um, I I would have still been there if I was the farmer. It's like, you're 40. (laughs) Like, (laughs) do you know what I mean? Like, listen back to that. You're, you're a grown man. If that is truly why you're leaving the show, then I think you made the right choice. I think so. If you can't dress up as a chicken on national TV. Mm. But also if you're like, I missed out on being a farmer, therefore I have to leave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're right. This isn't for you. So then it was all down to uh, Jess, the, the uh, 2IC of Noosa. And um, Carlin makes the interesting point that not only is he making the boys feel uncomfortable and he's disrespecting Angie, but also other members of the crew. Yes, and we see Jess kind of hit on a waitress as she walks past and there's a bit where he says something to a producer and she straight up calls him out on it. Yeah, that's really wild. Also for a politician who mentions where he's from and what he does quite a few times, it's like... He's the runner-up mayor of Noosa. Yeah, you've got a lot to lose and I feel like you're doing a good job of losing it. Jess also said the line to some of the guys as though to defend himself that he said I've kissed plenty of girls before and they've turned their heads. And then he said I'm fine with it. Jess I think you're doing something wrong here. Yeah also the the idea that he frames it that he's fine with it is just so indicative of what's wrong with this whole situation because it's actually not about him. No. Yeah. Um, So Carlin does go and tell Angie and we get to the point where Angie confronts Jess about what he said. I thought this was an amazing moment for Angie but I'm also kind of sad that it had to happen if that makes sense. Yeah yeah. But she does an incredible job of really putting him in his place. She does a really good job and he starts to try and to defend himself again um, and he kind of says something to her as though he turns it back on her he's like well you jumped on my back and she's like I was told to. Like, yeah. <laughs> A hundred percent. He's truly trying to wash his hands of any any sort of blame. But also he really thinks that it's all just about him during the photo shoot. And he doesn't actually pick up on the fact that he's being called out for his his behavior throughout the time on the show. All the different things that he said. You know, he, he truly just thinks it's because he was misbehaving during the photo shoot. Exactly. And Angie does drop a very iconic line on him. And if there's anything in my entire life that I've been super sure of is that I will never allow 
a man to come in and f with my sisterhood. Never can't have that in my life. And to which Jess replies, I know deep down nothing happened, it was just harmless fun. I think the women of Australia have a lot to say about that, Jess, and I think you're about to find out very, very soon. Yeah. So it was kind of good to see the back end of that horse as he drove away. Amazing. Yeah. And I loved seeing Angie just kick him out straight away. Like, it's week one. We've had Wazza walk out on his own accord. <laughs> but we've also had Angie just being a total boss and just kicking this guy to the curb. Don't you think it's sad that Waz did not speak to Angie about any of this? Like, he he truly just... just he, I know. Like, I mean, she says it. She says, like, it's it's weird that even The Bachelorette can get ghosted. But he, he never talks to her about the photo shoot. And then he just leaves before she shows up. It's it's truly baffling. <laughs> yeah. So two heroes, unfortunately. <laughs> see you guys later. <laughs> truly devastating to see the back of Wazza and Jess. Mm. Um, well, actually, it was amazing to see Wazza's back because of that <laughs> gorgeous tattoo that will never leave my mind ever again. I'm going to think about that every single night. Well, I mean, you already have it. That so. is true. Yeah, I'm going to be reminded of it every time I look in the mirror. But so far, I'm really enjoying Angie's season. I think she's been a great bachelorette so far and I'm excited for her to put more men in their place as we go along. I agree. So from the first two episodes, do you have uh, uh, somebody that you're really keeping an eye on? I'm keeping an eye on well, Carla, just because <laughs> <laughs> easy on the eye, you know? Security. Uh, <laughs> I think um, Kieran's going to be really interesting to watch, but also Tim as well, because Tim has this very jokester vibe about him, but I don't know if he's really showed Angie that side of him yet, if that makes sense. Like, he's obviously had fun as the lobster and stuff, but he's kind of, if you look closely, he is a monster drama when it's happening. Mm. So he's the one that kind of dropped the line. Like, if the boys are arguing, he's like, oh, you just say that to his face and see what happens. He's done that in a couple episodes. So I'm interested to see if he kind of, like, takes a step back eventually mm. from the drama and focuses on Angie. Or if he's going to be that real jokester lad that's always part of everything that's going on. Yeah, kind of stirring the pot a little too much. Yeah, mm. but I think him and Angie are going to have a good connection, so I think we'll see him in the upcoming weeks. Interesting. I am keeping an eye on Jackson the Pie King just because I think he's very handsome and I would like a pie. Mm. I'm just constantly hungry. And also, this <laughs> this one is going to surprise you, but Glenn... Um, who, <laughs> who has, I don't think, spoken in either episode, but is very tall and handsome. So he's, <laughs> he, he's one that I'm watching. <laughs> Just in the background of all the roast yeah, ceremonies, he's like, like, oh, that's Glenn, Glenn. Glenn. Yeah. Um, same with, I want to say Tom, who looks too similar to Carlin for me to really like discern which is which. Yeah. But again, very handsome. And I just think, good on you for having a go. And <laughs> that's an extra credit point from me. Just so you have a type, just the like handsome guys in the background. In the background, yeah. Who I don't have to, <laughs> I don't have to think about them too much because they're not doing anything. Yeah, amazing. Mm. Love that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, and if you want to read more about this season of The Bachelorette, make sure to check out 10daily.com.au. Or punky.com.au. And keep watching The Bachelorette every Wednesday and Thursday at 7.30 on 10. Or you can catch up on full episodes on 10 Play.